Welcome back to the Fire on the Mountain podcast. In today's episode, I'd like to talk about prophecy and its relationship to spiritual warfare. So this, these verses are from the first letter of Timothy, chapter 1, verse 18 to 19. Paul writes to Timothy, So Timothy, my son, I am entrusting you with this responsibility in keeping with the very first prophecies that were spoken over your life and are now in the process of fulfillment in this great work of ministry, in keeping with the prophecies spoken over you. With this encouragement, use your prophecies as weapons as you wage spiritual warfare by faith and with a clean conscience. These words of Paul to Timothy, you know, Paul is, is writing to uh, Timothy, who was a, a, the first bishop of Ephesus, and imagine in, as Paul was writing this letter, most likely from prison, that maybe Paul himself was uh, a little bit discouraged, but it seems like certainly Timothy was discouraged because Ephesus at the time was kind of a mecca of different occult activity. Um, the, the letter to the Ephesians kind of keys into that because Paul talks about mysteries and um, just these ideas of different utterances and such um and i'm blanking right now on what some of those details are um but suffice it to say that paul is writing to timothy when timothy is kind of maybe on the verge of being discouraged and paul is reminding timothy that he had these words that were spoken over to him by the community recognizing his identity and his mission and his purpose in god's plan and that's specific, that's precisely what a word of prophecy is. You know, prophecy as defined by the scripture, especially by the New Testament, uh, Paul's letter to the Corinthians chapter 14, he says that the purpose of prophecy is for upbuilding and encouragement and consolation. Upbuilding, encouragement, and consolation. That when God gives us a prophetic word, he's speaking to us about who we are in Christ and about his plans for us and his mission for our life. And it's so, it's just very, very encouraging, um, especially if maybe you find yourself in a place where, you know, maybe life is hard right now. Maybe you're in your vocation and uh, you're, you're struggling to, to communicate or, you know, with your, with your spouse or with your, your children or whoever it is, um, or maybe just in your job, you kind of feel beat down or just kind of worn out and discouraged, or maybe you're just, Maybe you're just tired. So if, if, uh, if that's you today, then this, this word is for you, that this word of encouragement, the prophetic words that are spoken over to us become weapons of spiritual warfare that, again, Paul says to Timothy. And uh, reflecting on this for, for myself, there's a line in uh, Psalm 127 that says, like arrows in the hand of a warrior are the sons of one's youth. Happy is the man who has his quiver full of them. And just recently, I was reading a phenomenal book, which I'd highly recommend to anyone who's listening, called Searching for and Maintaining Peace by Father Jacques Philippe. It's a little small pink book. Um, it's probably about 90 pages, but every page is one of those. It's one of these books where like, you just highlight every single word and kind of chew on it and, and meditate with it and ruminate over it. Um, but he talks about this idea of the, the different... Uh, declarations that we have to have in understanding who we are 
as, as children of God, because if we're going to continue in our vocation, whatever it is, it's going to be difficult. Uh, it's, it's a battle. And in fact, in the catechism, in the section on prayer, it says that um, from the Old Testament to the lives of the saints, to the Blessed Mother, to Jesus himself, this much is clear that prayer is a battle, that life is a battle when we're seeking to do what God is asking of us. Um, and so we need those those good weapons of encouragement and prophetic words spoken over us and meditating upon those words. And so this idea of this image, right, of arrows in the hand of a warrior. Um, you know, I'm a Lord of the Rings guy. Uh, maybe some of my listeners can relate. Uh, Lord of the Rings, there's a, there's a scene where there's these, these people who are fighting and there's this elf who um, he, he's constantly shooting arrows. So it's like, how many arrows does he have in his quiver? He has a lot. Um, and, you know, the idea is that as long as he has an arrow, he has something to fight with. And how sad it would be for us if with the, the different battles of discouragement or frustrations in our life that we don't have anything to fight back with. And it's, it's crucial that we do because... I mean, as I said, Jesus himself recognized that prayer is a battle. In fact, when he goes from his baptism in the Jordan, where prophetic words are spoken over him uh, by the father, the father says to him, you are my son, my beloved, and whom I am well pleased. Um, and there's the father speaking over Jesus about his identity and his mission. Now he knew that, obviously. He knew that because of who he was as the second person of the blessed Trinity, but he needed that reminder, just like we all do. But even those words of the baptism, uh, my first invitation for you today is to recognize brother, my brother, or my sister, that those words that the father spoke over Jesus, he also spoke over you at your baptism. Because in, in your baptism, he claimed you as his own not based on your merit, not based on what you've done, but based on what he has done for you and claiming you as his own. So he says, you are my beloved in whom my heart delights. I'm well pleased with you. That doesn't necessarily mean he's always pleased with our actions, but it's kind of like a parent. It's kind of like when I was a, a kid and uh, my mom would say, I'm not mad at you. I'm disappointed in you. Um, she's not mad at me. So she's not rejecting me, but she recognizes I'm disappointed. I could see that there's so much more potential that you have. And so even when we, we hear maybe challenging words from the Lord, can we hear it through that lens rather than him thinking that he's mad at us and he's somehow giving us the silent treatment that God is, he may be disappointed with our behavior only because he knows what we're capable of. But besides the point, so Jesus goes out into the desert and he's tempted by the devil and the devil tempts him with three temptations famously. And the temptations, he says, if you are the son of God, he's questioning Jesus's very identity. And what does Jesus do? He has a quiver full of those arrows. So he fights back with the word of God. He says, it is written, man shall not live on bread alone. It is written, you shall worship the Lord your God and him only shall you serve. It is written, you shall not put the Lord your God to the test. 
that Jesus has these this quiver full of arrows that anytime the enemy comes at him, he has these prophetic words, the words of scripture, the power of the word of God to fight back. And in fact, there's a, a book uh, that was written by Evagrius of Pontus. He was a desert father in probably the third or fourth century. Um, and he, he recognized that, like, especially when we sit down to pray or we sit down to try and be quiet, there can be sometimes this, this chaos or this static or the, the silence can feel empty. Um, and in those, those moments when we stop is also when we recognize the things that we haven't dealt with, the things that have kind of lined dormant, but in the silence, those things awaken. So it's not that the silence is, it's not that God makes the silence difficult. It's that if we don't spend time in silence, it becomes difficult because there are many things that we haven't addressed. And so Evagrius of Pontus, he, he writes this book called Talking Back, a monastic handbook to fighting demons. And the whole premise of this book is just what I'm talking about, is this idea of having a quiver full of arrows so that when those discouraging things happen in our lives, we have encouragement and prophetic words spoken over us and that we speak over ourselves through which we can fight back. Because the battle so often in the spiritual life is not a battle. It's not a battle between flesh and blood. It's a battle in the mind. It's a battle on the level of our thoughts. And so my invitation uh, for you today is to first to look at those words that the father speaks over Jesus at his baptism and to pray with those and recognize those words are for you. And if it doesn't feel like it fits, press into that. Talk to the Lord about that. What about those words makes it seem like it doesn't apply to you? Because that's precisely the area that God wants to speak that word of encouragement and that's that word of life and that word of recognizing um, the confidence that he has in you into that place in your heart, into that place in your story or into that place in your life. And the more that we do that, the more we have those quiver full of arrows, those arrows in our hands with which to wage that good spiritual warfare. Secondly, to, to have a quiver full of these arrows, maybe that means writing, uh, writing things on your mirror, different scripture verses that, that mean something to you, different scripture verses that kind of pierce your heart in a good way, like that really kind of speak to you and fill you with a sense of confidence and a sense of purpose and a sense of drive and a sense of understanding who God is to you and how good he is to you. Um, so to have those, those, those quiver of arrows uh, fully, you know, fully equipped for this spiritual battle, for the words of encouragement. And then lastly, my invitation to you today is to ask God, who is it in your life that needs to hear a word of encouragement? And maybe take that to prayer and maybe send that to him in a text saying like, hey, um, I'm praying for you today. Hey, I know life is difficult, but God is with you. Um, you know, some of these, maybe some of these words, maybe you want to share them with them, this podcast as a source of encouragement. Um, but whatever it is, uh, thank you so much for, for joining in today. And I will see you uh, very soon. God bless.